welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. This is Tracy. Welcome. Hi, Deb. Hello. Good morning. Hi. So today we are talking about business metrics or the most dreaded thing I think most new coaches experience and some seasoned coaches experience in managing their practices. Totally agree. This is the, the back end part. This is the business part. Um, and so many coaches come in because they're empathetic. They want to help people. They have the heart for all that. But if you really want to be successful and make a living at it, there is a business piece of this that matters too. Absolutely. And I think that's what we want to focus on today is, okay, you've got your business up and running. You've started to get a few clients. What should you be tracking to know what is working, what isn't working, where you need to tweak things, all that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we talk about key performance indicators, right? And, and I know that kind of word freaks people out a little, right? Unless you have a business background. Um, but really, you know, key performance indicators are extremely important into objectively, not subjectively, objectively measure how you're performing and areas that you can do better in. And I think, you know, again, speaking to that objective versus subjective is extremely important. Often new coaches and seasoned coaches in this area will often say, well, I'm not getting clients or mm -hmm. I, I'm not doing this or I'm feeling like I'm not surviving. And those are all sort of feelings, right? <laughs> feelings are subjective. So when we ask coaches to sort of look back and, and share some data, share some information, I'm always a bit like astounded when people say, well, I don't know. Right. Right. So, so when we talk about key performance indicators in coaching practices, there's, there's quite a few, right. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know Deb, you and I talk a lot about, right. Client conversion, right. How many discovery calls are you doing and what is your percentage rate of converting those clients to those discovery calls to paying clients? Right. Right. And, you know, that's one of the reasons we did the, the class on that, because that's such a, a thing for new coaches is translating their coaching skills over to the world of sales mm. feels um, awkward to them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so if that if that feels awkward to you in your consult call, I would encourage you to go take the class consults to clients. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of information to kind of help you not feel icky about selling your service and asking for money. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you if you don't close the sale, you're not generating revenue, which 
I'm assuming most people are not doing this just to do volunteer work. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, if you are, that's wonderful, right? But absolutely. But, but there is value associated with our time and energy and our work and our training to become professional divorce coaches, certified divorce coaches. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna gather that a, a nice, you know, performance indicator is revenue, right? Your ability to produce and generate income from the work that you are doing. Right. And, you know, I think, frankly, that's one of the reasons we see people go through all the training and get certified and then drop off. Mm -hmm. We were losing people in the industry because they have a need, Mm -hmm. whatever that need is. Right. And that's part of um, maybe pre-planning when you're doing your business is creating some smart goals for yourself. Absolutely. Right. Yep. And, and, and being measurable, actionable, again, very objective, reachable and time sensitive. So, um, and to be focused, right? right? So you don't need a million key performance indicators, right? If you're starting your practice and you maybe are looking at two key performance indicators, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, client conversion, right? How many discovery calls you are doing? What percentage of rate then we have in terms of paying the conversion to a paying client and, and perhaps referral sources, right? Right. And Uh, one of the key performance indicator. Absolutely. And one of the things I do is I track my conversion rate by referral source. Even, yep. Because I feel like it's really important for me to know How likely is this client to convert? Where should I be spending my energy? If I'm doing Facebook and spending lots of hours creating really cool Facebook posts, but my conversion rate on the consult calls I get from Facebook is 10%, Mm -hmm. I need to spend my time elsewhere. That's an opportunity cost. If my conversion rate when I'm on a podcast is Mm -hmm. 90%, then that tells me that's the direction I want to go. Absolutely. If my conversion rate from going to networking marketing meetings or collaborative divorce networking groups, all the different ones people belong to, Vesta mm-hmm. and ADP, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, if that conversion rate is high, right, then that tells you focus more time and energy there. Right. To be able to use your time most efficiently. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, especially Deb, you touched on something, right? So, you know, your marketing return on investment. And I I will often speak with coaches about, well, what what is their marketing cost? And they'll say, Oh, well, I don't pay, I don't pay for ads or I don't pay to market or I I just do social media or I do networking or I do. And I think that opportunity cost is exactly what we're talking about because Mm -hmm. for coaches, right? You might not be spending actual money dollars Mm -hmm. in your operating costs on marketing initiatives, but you're spending time, right? And time is money. Time is money, right? So let's say your average rate for a session is $150. That's your, the value you've assigned to yourself on an hourly basis. Yep. If you're spending 10 hours a week doing social media, you're spending $4,000 of your time Mm -hmm. on social media. Mm -hmm. Is it not important to know how much revenue you're generating from that? 
And if those people are coming to you in the, in the sales world, we call people pre-qualified leads, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So a cold lead is much less likely to convert. And so part of tracking by referral source is identifying where am I getting my more qualified leads? Where are people finding me that I'm getting that like, know, and trust factor right. and that they are very likely to work with me when they schedule the consult. Right. As right. opposed to just you and I have talked about somebody's two in the morning. Yes. Right. <laughs> Go and they get online and schedule a session. Right. Absolutely. It happens a lot. A lot. Right. So for instance, one of the things I learned when my conversion rate was not where I wanted to be, it started to drop with mm-hmm. the people I was getting off social media. Mm-hmm. Now my, my private referrals and all that, you know, those are hundred percent, 90%, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the social media ones were a little lower. And so I implemented a step where they have to agree to confirm within 24 hours of our call. And if they don't confirm, I will cancel it. Right. Right. And, and, and that's really important, Deb, right? Cause we often hear, you know, especially those that use online scheduling programs, mm-hmm. right. That individuals who are freaking out in the middle of the night, you know, we know the overwhelm, right. the anxiety of divorce clients are freaking out, waking up at three o'clock in the morning because they cannot sleep and looking for as much help and support and resources as possible. And they're hitting up calendulies, right. They're booking discovery sessions. They're because we we offer most mm-hmm. professional practicing divorce coaches offer free discovery calls or free consultations or whatever it is complimentary yeah. consultations whatever you want to call it so now your schedule looks really booked mm-hmm. and then you have a bunch of individuals who are no shows right. or people who then again maybe got a little more sleep and said, okay, mm-hmm. I, I can handle this, right? And they booked eight <laughs> free consultations right. with a bunch of coaches. They booked eight consultations. And so depending on your availability, if you're number five on the list, they might've already been working with somebody. Right, right. right? And sure. so one of the things I do is, is mm-hmm. when they schedule the appointment, they have to agree that they understand mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they'll get a confirmation email and that they need to reply to that, or I will cancel their consultation. Yeah. Sound harsh. Yep. Maybe, but it's a boundary I've chosen to set. Right. Well, it's, it's an operational plan, right? And Mm -hmm. I think what's important to highlight about this example that Deb, you're sharing with us is there was a thought process, right? An actual process of analysis and, and sort of identification of what are those factors. And that's the step we often miss. Right. We just sort of make a generalized, uh, oh my God, I'm just I I I have a bunch of no-shows. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the next step though, that's what's so wonderful about key performance indicators Absolutely. is it really gives you the opportunity to control your outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Identify areas based on fact, not feeling, right. not experience, based on fact, and then mm-hmm. to be able to plan accordingly, take the action steps needed to address goals and things that need to be worked on, that you're not very, that that's not working for you in your practice. Right. Otherwise you run the risk of 
coming up with the right solution to the wrong problem. Absolutely. If you're not tracking your, your KPIs. Yep. Right. So that efficiency, right. That you talk about efficiency and effectiveness and we all, we, we say it right as divorce coaches, we are solopreneurs. We are managing lots of things and learning, you know, a lot of people in this field, Deb, I know you have a a financial background, right. And also function as a CDFA. Most, a lot of people don't. Right. So this right. And I have a business do. background, 20 yeah. years in the finance industry, doing uh, budgets and action plans and project plans. And so that is part of my um, DNA. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But for, for many coaches practicing, this is new territory, right? This is new ground. Right. And they might mm-hmm. fabulous, fabulous. The value that they provide to their clients and the work that they do as professional divorce coaches is outstanding, but they struggle because they didn't have the experience or or Mm -hmm. or the opportunity in previous professional pursuits to engage in some of this. So it's kind of of new, right? It's new for a lot of individuals. The other reason, I think it's so important to be efficient with your time for Mm -hmm. most coaches Mm-hmm. is many coaches made this career choice because it is a lifestyle yes. that allows you to not be tied to a desk eight or 10 hours a day. We yeah. want to work four or five hours a day mm-hmm. and create another life and have more flexibility and all those things. And so if you want to maximize dollars per hour of your time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've got to track your KPIs. Yeah. So what are some of those things that people would want to track? Number right. of consult calls. Yes. Where they come from. Yes. Conversion rate. Mm-hmm. Perhaps social media followers on the different platforms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, your email list, if you're generating that. The open rate on your emails. These yeah. are, I'm just throwing out some of the things yeah. that, that I track. Yeah. Revenue and net income because I have expenses to run my business. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I'm pretty consistent with all of those Deb as well. And I'll just add another one is I do track client satisfaction. All right. Oh, I do too. Yes. Yeah. I send yeah. a survey out yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is also important, right? As a, 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 I'm a true grassroots marketer, right? So for me, client satisfaction is everything because that value is I use my clients and mm-hmm. previous clients as my primary referral source mm-hmm. or incoming uh, potential new clients. So I'm very, very interested in uh, an objective fr- from them, an evaluation in terms of the value that they received in the work with me. And this is extremely also useful mm-hmm. as another opportunity for marketing, right? But the, that client satisfaction as an indicator is extremely, extremely important as well. It is because you need to know and ask enough questions, right? That you're going to get data back that's useful. Yes. So again, I think the whole word that we're circling around today is intentional. Yes. Which was actually my focus word for 2020. I remember back, I pick a focus word every year. And for 2020, my word was intention. Mm. And I wanted to make sure that everything I was doing in my business and my life, Mm -hmm. I was making an intentional choice to do that. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And the same in business. I need to make an intentional choice about how much time I'm going to spend. Yes. Yep. Posting on social media, interacting on social media, doing yep. TikToks, whatever it is people are doing. Mm-hmm. Be intentional that you've got the data to support that that's worth your time. Yep. That your return on investment is whatever you need it to be at this point. And it might change over time. Yeah. Uh, And it should change over time, right? right? It should evolve, right? When we start, you know, looking objectively at our data from our practices, it should absolutely, we can't focus on everything at one time, right? We we were just talking about the efficiency of Mm -hmm. the work that we do in sort of juggling and running our own practices while still managing other aspects, right? And, and, And coaching that they're really, it should be evolutionary, right? It, you might not be focusing on marketing return on investment at this point in time. You might mm-hmm. be, you know, sort of identifying your key performance indicators for the next six months, you know, and setting some goals of you'd like to increase your client base by 30%, 20%, whatever. It is. I want one new client a month, right? Part of smart yep. goals is that they're reachable. Yep. Yep. They're realistic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Realistic. Yeah. 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 You know, when we talk smart, right. Sim- uh, 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 simple, measurable, achievable, realistic in a time frame, right. Mm-hmm. Specific, not simple, specific, specific that, that they're right. um, but, I love, but, I love, but I love simple goals, right. They should be clear, straightforward, achievable, and, and are working towards being able to help us move forward, mm-hmm. not frustrating us that we, you know, hear the words I'm failing, right? Okay. I'm not successful. My practice isn't thriving. Okay. Right. What are, right. what are the areas that you're working on? What are the areas you're measuring? And then mm-hmm. what do you need to do? This is the other thing, avoiding the dread, right? Often people find this business metric piece to be hard, right? Because sometimes we might see something that we're not totally happy about, right? Right. The the data might not be exactly what we want it to be. And that's Okay. okay. Because the action step is, what are you going to do Mm-hmm. To then improve that performance indicator. Is that continuing education? Is that, you know, if you're seeing the client satisfaction piece, not at the level that you'd like it to be, what are you doing to support your skills and coaching? Right. right. And that's, you know, I'm going to put a plug in here. If this is something you're struggling with, Mm-hmm. We have a case consultation and mastermind group mm-hmm. that, you know, Tracy and I run and you can come in twice a month for yep. 90 minutes. Do we do it? Yep. 90 minutes of reflective practice. Yeah. Yeah. And so reflective practice is you bring your problem. That problem might be a difficult client that where you aren't getting the results you'd like, mm-hmm. and we can do some reflective practice with you to see if we can give you some new tools and skills or create a plan, but Mm -hmm. it also could be, I've been doing this for six months and I'm not making any money yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let us go through some reflective practice and coaching with you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that you aren't so frustrated. Like we're here for that. We are committed. That's one of our core values that we are committed 
to the success of professional divorce coaches and to the profession itself. Yes. So we don't want the good people falling off. No, no. And we need them, right? Yeah. Where, where uh, the, the field of professional divorce coaching is relatively a young field. Mm-hmm. And I see lots of amazing, bright coaches, very talented coaches coming through who do end up leaving the field field because they're unable to command an income that they need to be able to live off of, or they're doing it on the side and they're not really, you know, able to, to actualize a full practice on that. And, and it always breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. And, and I, uh, we are committed, absolutely a hundred percent committed to ensuring that people are out there practicing as certified professional divorce coaches mm-hmm. are are making an impact to the clients that they serve, but also generating value for themselves in income, right? In revenue that, you know, you are being paid for the services that you're providing aside from the altruistic of, you know, our wise, you know, all of us who want to support and change the face of divorce for individuals uh, going through that. The other thing that I wanted to share is in the reflective practice and everything that we're committed to doing at Divorce Coaches Academy is that it shouldn't cost you thousands and thousands of dollars to learn and develop those skills, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to go hire. If you have the resources, great. But if you don't, going and hiring that business coach who's now charging you $5,000, who's promising you that you're going to have all of the, the skills needed to do this, right? Is there a way? And, and we say yes. Mm-hmm. To we make say it yes. Affordable to make it affordable to be able to develop the skills, work on those mm-hmm. areas, uh, right. without also ba- breaking your bank. Because let's talk about reflective practices based in the framework of coaching. And one of our assumptions in coaching with our client is the client already has their own answer. Yes. We are helping them self-discover, yes. and I think it's the same for new divorce coaches. You already have the answer, but perhaps you just need a little bit of help from someone more experienced like Tracy and I mm-hmm. to help you uncover that. Yes. Yeah. If and we trust our client, then we can also yeah. trust ourselves yeah. that we have it in there. But if we haven't been able to excavate it, yeah, get a little support. And this case consultation and mastermind group to join for six months is $2.99. That's $50 yeah. a month. Yeah. Right. And, and, and to and, get and, that kind of support. Yeah. And support from the community, right? Yes. Where everybody is sharing, you know, uh, we crowdsource, right? Yeah, it is crowdsourcing. It's true crowdsourcing and hearing different perspectives, which also generates thought for those participants that weren't presenting on a case, but now are it's rising some, some learning opportunities and growth opportunities for them as well. So yeah, wonderful. All right. We we could, yeah, we always say that at the end of every (laughs) session that we could talk forever. Um, But we would encourage you to check that out. If that's something you're struggling with the, the consults to clients class, or the case consultation and mastermind group. 
Um, And then I'm going to throw this out at the end before we close. And that is, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know, it's brand new. We're just getting started. We want to be sure we're talking about topics that are the ones you want to hear about. Mm -hmm. So please DM us on Instagram shoot us an email, dca at divorcecoachesacademy.com. Let us know what you want to hear about. Yeah. We'd love to hear from our community for sure. Absolutely. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.